Hi, I'm Tom Zalatni. And I'm Tafari Jamian. And you're listening to the No Bad Food Podcast. If you're new here, welcome. This is a show about great food and the people who love to make and eat it. Our mandate is simple, to explore, taste, and learn about food in ways that celebrate all the things that make it great. Every week, we dig into a different dish, meal, ingredient, cuisine, or piece of food media, exploring the history and culture around it, sharing favorite recipes, and learning from our wonderful guests. The only rule? You gotta love it. After all, there's There's no no such such thing thing as as bad food. food. Before we dig in, we'd like to take a minute to acknowledge that the studio where we're recording is situated within the traditional and unsurrendered territories of the Ganyangahaga First Nations. As settlers, it's important that we remember that the lands we occupy are not our own, and that we engage in conversations that challenge the colonial mindset. We'd like to encourage you to take some time today and every day to reflect on your relationship with the land you live on, and with the indigenous communities of that area. It's a new year, folks. New year, new studio. New year, new studio. Yeah, this is, uh, we just moved our little setup into a smaller and cozier space. We did. And this is our first recording in it, and I gotta tell you, I'm enjoying it. I think I'll enjoy it once the, like discomfort of new things wears off (laughs) (laughs) it's just like it's nice it feels it feels cozy it does feel cozy cozy. it feels embracing yeah and i think it'll feel cozier when i'm finished setting it up too well yes like like most things when you're half moved into a space it does not feel its maximum coziness Yeah. yeah well and it's like up until about five minutes before we started recording, I thought I was going to be sitting on a different side of the table than I'm currently sitting on. But yeah, that's really stressing you out. Isn't it's it? really stressing me out. But well, I think where I'm sitting now is better than where I would have been sitting. <laughs> but like, I'm not someone who deals well with last minute changes and no, things. No. So it's really, uh, it's throwing me for a loop. You have some, some definite cat-like tendencies. And one of them is just like being incredibly on edge if something is different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and it's like right now you're not quite as directly across the table from me as you were in the previous setup. Like we're at a bit more of an angle here. I am more directly across the table that, from you than I than I would be if you were in the chair you initially were going to yes, be in now. Which is then we would have been like it, both in the booth. You talking know? sideways at each other a little yeah, bit. Yeah. yeah. But this is just like if I look straight past the mic, I'm looking past you at the wall and that's throwing me off a little bit. There's a lot of stuff throwing me off, but you know what? You know we're what's here? not throwing you off? Not that question, clearly. <laughs> What are you leading to? I'm just trying to segue. That's a terrible segue. <laughs> I'm trying to segue into our content. Oh, content? Schmontent. It's January 1st. No one's listening to this expecting Every- content. <laughs> Everyone's just recovering. They're all hungover. That's one of those one of those few things where I'm like, yeah, that's right. Being sober kind of rocks on January 1st because the rest of y'all are hungover and I'm like as miserable as I usually am. <laughs> Which is not not miserable. (laughs) No, I'm just saying it sets a different tone, you know? Like, it's not a shift for me. Well, folks, uh, welcome to 2024. We wrapped up 2023 in style with an episode about The Hobbit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, And now we're here in a brand new year uh, for an episode about our annual food tournament, The Munch Madness Food Bracket. The original Munch Madness, folks. If you've heard about anything called Munch Madness... Uh, on, say, Cooking Channel, uh, we did it first. Yeah, yeah. We did it first. Ignore any other phonies out there who are pretending to be Munch Madness. We are Munch Madness, as coined by Greg Schultz a few years ago. So for the as-of-yet uninitiated, Munch Madness is our annual food bracket tournament where we pit foods against each other week after week. 
to determine the best food of the year. The winner of the tournament gets, uh, you know, bragging rights and a bunch of extra content dedicated to it for the remainder of our season. Last year, so 2023, our winner was bread. 2022, our winner was also bread. Mm -hmm. 2021, our winner was uh, cheese. Mm -hmm. And prior to that, our winner was pasta. Mm-hmm. I'm really curious to see which direction 2024 goes. Because yeah. we've talked every year that we've had it. There's been sort of, you can always kind of see a cultural mood. Yeah. You know, and I think there's really something to the last two years being bread. Where yeah. we, like, bread is heavy comfort food. Like, that's really kind of where the collective consciousness has been. Yes. And I'm really curious already seeing the nominations roll in just to see, you know, it seems like there we may be going in a fresh direction. It seems like there may be some up and comers vying for the throne. And I'm just really curious to see where the collective spirit is uh, through the lens of Munch Madness. Yeah, well, that's it. Like, even looking at last year's finale between Pasta and Bread, like, those mm-hmm. are past winners of the show, which was what we pasta highlighted at the time. Pasta winners of the pasta show. Pasta winners, yeah, yeah. But also, like, both very cozy, very hearty, like, carb-heavy. Yeah. We're carb-loading. We're that's in carb-loading mode. That's it. Um, the year before, coffee was really neck and neck. Well, that's right it. Right up to the finish point. And I feel like that's a pretty good indicator of how strung out we all were yeah. in 2021. Well, and honestly, coffee made it pretty far last year, too. That's okay. We like the bean juice. We like the bean juice. And the bean juice will probably make it into this year's tournament, too. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, let's let's get into it a little bit. Let's talk about who is going to be involved in the tournament this year. At the time of this recording, we don't know yet. And that's where you guys are going to come in. We have a nomination form that counts as our sort of preliminary voting round Mm -hmm. uh, that you can access by hitting the link in the description of this episode, uh, where you can vote for foods that are kind of on our shortlist for this year. And they're all foods that we covered in our 2023 season. Mm -hmm. You can also nominate your own independent, (laughs) your own independent candidate. I almost said independent contractor. (laughs) You can nominate, uh, you can independent nominate your independent contractor if it's a food. <laughs> yeah, or if they want to say, come pick up our dismantled sound pieces <laughs> and buy them from us for, for parts. We do know one category, though, right? Yeah. We know our returning champs. We do. Do you want to walk us through our returning champs? Yeah, absolutely. So our champions bracket includes, obviously, last year's champ, Bread, in the mm-hmm. number one seed. Uh, in the number two seed, we've got Pasta, our runner-up. Then we've got our semi-finalists, Berries and hot sauce. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. I, I forgot that those were the semifinalists last year. It came down to berries versus pasta and hot sauce versus bread. Yeah, we had a pretty uh, a pretty diverse final four, I there, gotta say. There's an alternate finale yeah. universe where, where berries and hot sauce were the two finalists. And I had acid reflux just thinking about that. Yeah, and... To me, I don't see how the champions bracket can go any differently than last year's finals and semifinals went. I think we're going to see Brad in the quarterfinals again this year, or the semifinal, what, however that works out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think we're going to see Brad emerge at the top of that bracket again this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all. But, you know, I could see any of the others giving it a run for its money depending on who comes in to vote, right? Absolutely. I mean, ultimately, you, our listeners, are the ones who determine this. And if you look at that final four and you say, that's not right, I want to shake it up, Mm -hmm. well, shake it up, folks. Shake away, baby. Shake it, shake it. Yeah, I mean, that's it. It's, It's just like in sports. You always know which teams are, you know statistically likely to win 
and you know which teams have the promising players this year and yada yada. Mm-hmm. But you never really know who's going to win a game. You can predict, mm-hmm. but you never know. And here on Munch Madness, you know, these are foods that are <laughs> competing in a mind space game with each other. So rather than, you know, relying on things like, I don't know, maybe a player trips a little bit while running mm-hmm. and that changes the course of the game, we rely on our guest judges and on tiebreaker votes on social media to mm-hmm. determine the winner of the rounds. And so even if we think, you know, bread historically has you know, beaten out these other contenders doesn't mean that we're guaranteed to see it go through. Right? Oh, absolutely. Because it really comes to our judges and it yeah. comes to our social media tiebreakers. That's it. And that's the way this is not like sports, folks, is that you actually get to have an active hand in this. That's it. And yeah. you get to say, you know, one thing we heard a lot over the past year is where is the rice representation where in Munch rice? Madness? Where is rice? Give me rice. Listen, folks. That's up to you. You want rice to be a horse in this race? You actually can put rice into this race. <laughs> you want a horse in this race? You want a horse in this race? You want to race your horse? Do you want to feed your horse rice? <laughs> you can do it. You can do anything. If you put your mind and your votes to it, you can do anything. That's it. The other three brackets that come up in Munch Madness every year are the People's Choice bracket, the write-in division, and the Host's Choice. So the host choice, it is what it sounds like. You and I each pick two nominees to go up against each other. I don't know. Do you have any leanings in yourself yet this year? Are you still ruminating? I'm going to keep that to myself for now. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you don't have to tell us, but do you already have some ideas in your brain? or two I mean I always have some ideas you know I really have to see what happens in the other brackets before I can decide because if I have my picks and then they're in a people's choice pick or something like that like I I, you know I do kind of wait until all the votes are in to determine my picks yeah that's fair I know what food I like (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. I think for me I'm in a similar boat like I, I have a handful that I would like to see in this year's tournament but a bunch of them are already part of the nomination round yeah so i'm like i might there's a distinct possibility that you know something might get into this tournament off of that list without receiving any votes from listeners and that's just kind of how things go sometimes you know we need an underdog you know what we haven't seen representation of in munch madness so far i don't think Mm -hmm. is nuts yeah not a lot of i don't think nuts have shown up yeah and that i think that I think could be interesting. Yeah. Especially seeing how far berries went last year. Yeah. Which I think berries went farther than we thought. Than berries we went way further than we thought. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, it was my pick, so I believed in them. They're yeah. my little babies. But um, I think it could be interesting to see, you know, something like nuts, something like olives. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe more representation from the charcuterie board, you know? Sure, sure. Um, I could see charcuterie being big this year, honestly. Absolutely. Yeah. Although we're a few years late for the trend. Yeah. However, people like it. People still like it. That's yeah. it. That's it. Yeah. What's uh? What's the current trending thing on on TikTok for food? On TikTok for food. Oof. Like, is there something uh, you've seen too much of while scrolling? Honestly, because I use TikTok for a lot of fitness stuff, I just see way too much like, like high protein food hacks, and like I don't know if that's what other people are seeing because I'm unfortunately really in the fitness girly side right now because I'm like because I'm like looking up my little like you know dumbbell <laughs> routine <laughs> so what you're saying is if your if your algorithm is to be believed the trendiest food right now is protein powder yeah. 
<laughs> also, but I mean, a lot of nuts as well, like nuts, berries, granola kind of things are coming sure. in. I don't personally like granola, but a lot of people do. Sure. I think also a lot of like we're in a recession, right? We're in a massive recession. So yeah. there's a lot of how to eat on a budget. We're mm-hmm. seeing another rise in like dried beans and legumes mm-hmm. in tofu, like a lot more options with tofu. Sure. And just a lot more like stretching your budget and right. making food that tastes good that isn't necessarily expensive. So a lot of mm. meatless alternatives, a lot of vegetarian cuisine, just anything that like lets you eat well with with less cost. So this could be a good year for rice then? This could be a great year for rice, yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. But like it could be a great year for lentils, you know? Like sure. it could be a great year for chickpeas. You know, throw yeah. throw throw your throw your VIP in the ring. We haven't had tofu represented. I think tofu is a beautiful protein. It's a mm-hmm. beautiful food that's much maligned by people who don't know how to cook it. And we have just a whole generation of hippies who absolutely butchered it. And <laughs> and so you have all these white people who think it uh, is awful. Mm-hmm. Um, but like when you actually like, it would be great to take some time talking about all the different ways that you can prepare tofu, all the different characters it can have. Yeah. I think there's there's definitely a niche for affordable food mm-hmm. that still tastes great. Yeah, that's it. And is nutritionally packed. Like that's the other thing people are looking mm-hmm. at, at least in my corner of TikTok when we're talking about making the most of your food. It's also like how am I getting the most nutrition out of this that I can. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. I so my like corner of the internet, I'm not on TikTok really, but my the reels that get pushed to me that have food in them tend to be I tend to get a lot of the sort of comfy comfy classics but like with a weird creative turn put on them well because you're really in foodie social media yeah you follow a lot of chefs you're really in foodie media yeah yeah so what are the chefs doing well so what I've been seeing a lot of recently is like interesting butter yeah so like, like butter boards and yeah. like butter candles oh and but stuff. i don't like the butter board thing the butter board thing made me super uncomfortable but like but you like the butter candles i like the butter which candle. is so interesting because i have the reverse feeling on that where butter candles make me uncomfortable but butter boards i don't mind as much i think like i don't know what it is about i think it's the, the one butter board that i saw first mm-hmm. really like visually was gross Okay. You know, like I, yeah. I, I don't hate it in theory. I hated that one in practice. Okay. Yeah. But I've been seeing a lot of people doing like interesting things with butter. Yeah. And like the one time we turned on the Food Network during the holidays, we saw someone do something interesting with butter as well. I think it was Christian Petroni put like uni in butter. He like. Yeah. Yeah. He made an uni butter. It was yeah, really interesting. For a garlic bread. And I was yeah. like, okay, okay. Yeah. And so for me, it's like, that makes sense that butter is something that people are getting into. It's yeah. it's cozy, it's hearty, it's, I mean, it's expensive. Well, but... it's kind of a luxury thing now, right? Yeah. Like, butter is something we can't afford as much, Yeah. so you're not going to use it mindlessly. You're going to really be thinking about it as an ingredient. And I think yeah. part of the recession and food being expensive is that we have a lot more, we're putting a lot more value mm-hmm. on these things that are suddenly luxuries. Right. <laughs> yeah, well, that's it, right? And it's like... Yeah, we we can't afford butter. So when we use butter, we're going to really use butter. Exactly. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. it. It's lavish now. Yeah. yeah. And that is, I mean, I think that's what appeals to me about the butterboard sure. is that it's really opulent. <laughs> it's like, not only can I afford butter, I can afford to just smear it all over this board. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's really like, 
it's opulent yeah. in a way that even a cheese board isn't. I think it's just the smearing aspect of it. Yeah. 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 Well, it, it feels a little excessive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which, like, I don't know. I think for me, tell me if this resonates, we grew up with butter as kind of a, like, ooh, not too much of that kind of oh, food, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so to see it now become something where it's, like, not too much of that because it's going to ruin your budget. But when you can have too much of that, go to town. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, fresh bread and butter. Yeah. There's nothing better. That's it. And I think I think for me, there's something kind of, like, exciting and almost cathartic about seeing it take that turn from, like, ooh, we're going to use, like, alternatives to let's use a shitload of this, actually. <laughs> like, I, give me the hedonism. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I like it when we take things that we used to think were bad for us and just say, actually, let's have an absurd amount of this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm here yeah. for that. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so yeah, let's get butter in here. Absolutely. Let's do it. Um, Eggs. We haven't ever had eggs. True. In it, which is surprising to me considering how many people like eggs. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you don't even like eggs and you're mentioning them, which is how prevalent they are. Yeah. Like <laughs> I would not put eggs into my bracket. Sure. I sometimes like I don't dislike eggs in like uh, I won't eat them or buy them. Way. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, I do eat them. I do buy them. They're yeah. just not like I won't order them at a restaurant. Sure. You know, but many people will. Yeah. As I've heard, many people enjoy the egg. Yeah. I, in fact, am an egg enjoyer. Do you enjoy an egg in a trying time? I enjoy an egg a lot of... Honestly, most of the time I enjoy an egg. Mm-hmm. If I could, financially and time-wise, I would every morning go to a diner and have a little egg breakfast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't afford that. I think what you're saying is that we should get an electric griddle at some point. Oh, we're going in that direction, aren't we? I think what I'm really saying is that I wish my work served breakfast so that I could make myself a little breakfast every morning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to serve customers earlier than I currently serve them and no, that would be don't. that would be part of that so you definitely don't want to do that I don't want to do that no yeah the worst thing is I work next door to like my favorite diner yeah <laughs> so I could but again I don't have the money or the time yeah, yeah. to go there maybe as often we should as I start doing to. some people do the thing where they like prep and freeze breakfast sandwiches yeah we could do that yeah and you could have a little like toaster oven microwave the thing is breakfast sandwich it's not really breakfast sandwiches that do it for me so much mm, it's like it's, it's really the spread it's the spread you know it's the spread even if the spread is just toast eggs and a little like meat or potatoes yeah. or whatever like it doesn't have to be a huge plate you could i'm just gonna argue this you could in the time that you make your cheese toast in the morning make fried eggs yes toast. yes i could you could but with the same effort not really not much more. It doesn't take that long to fry an egg. For me, because I have issues <laughs> around textural things and mess, ah, I see. It is a lot more effort for me to crack and deal with an egg mm-hmm. than it is for me to cut cheese. Even though, like, yeah, sure, crack egg into pan, let sit for like a minute is not really more work than like slice a fair amount of cheese and sure. put it on bread and toast it in the toaster oven like actually probably it's less time consuming and less effort the amount of effort it takes me internally and emotionally to crack an egg is significantly higher because i know i'm gonna have to deal with the egg yeah yeah that makes sense that makes sense that makes sense maybe you need to go in the like like scandinavian breakfast direction of like cold cuts and hard-boiled eggs i don't hate that that sounds really good that's a hungarian breakfast too Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're, you people eat cold cuts for, for wow. breakfast. You people. All right. <laughs> okay. We're going to hop to the mid-roll. When we get back, we're going to break down the nomination form and, uh, you know, 
tell you where it's currently at at the time of recording because we've already gotten like 16 votes Mm -hmm. so So. if you want to get in on the action folks stay tuned for the next half indeed If you're enjoying the show so far, make sure to hit subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on so you never miss a new episode. While you're at it, consider leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or sharing this episode with a friend. For every new rating and review we get during the month of January, we'll be donating $2 to The Depot, our local food bank here in NDG. They can turn every $1 into $3 worth of food for a family in need, so by doing the simple free act of leaving a rating and review of this show, you're functionally donating $6 worth of food to people who need it. There's literally no other way to turn zero into six, so if that math is exciting for you, go do it. You can read all about what The Depot is doing at the link in the description of this episode. No Bad Food is made entirely thanks to support from listeners like you over at patreon.com slash nobadfoodpod. If you're not familiar with Patreon, it is a crowdfunding platform that lets creators work directly with their audience to produce the best possible content and give the listeners a little something extra to say thank you for funding us financially. Uh, So if you join our Patreon for as little as a dollar a month, you get access to our exclusive newsletter, the No Bad Food Recipe Club, and to our Discord server, where we post new recipes for you to try out and share with your friends and family, post photos of the food we're eating, ask you guys questions in advance of our content. Patrons also get a chance to, like, tell us what to do for some of our content, like directly requesting topics for episodes of the Mm -hmm. show so if any of that sounds exciting for you and you're not already a member of our patreon please consider joining up at patreon.com slash nobadfoodpod today we are trying to get at least two new patrons during the month of january which does not sound like a huge number and in fact is not a huge number you could be half of them so why not be half of them for a dollar or more at patreon.com slash nobadfoodpod today all right let's get back to the show Okay, so here in the second half, we are going to break down the options for the voting round and also tell you a little bit about some of the folks who have been nominated so far in the nomination section. So our preliminary nomination form includes two sections, right? One where you vote for your three favorite out of a large list of topics that we covered on the show in 2023, Mm -hmm. and one where you get to type in a short answer telling us what food you think should be considered for the tournament. The four that get the most votes in that first section will make up the people's choice section and the four that get the most write-ins will make up the write-in division uh pretty straightforward pretty Mm -hmm. simple (laughs) three chances to see some of your favorites make it into the top four in one bracket and one chance to you know really throw us for a loop and tell us who you think deserves to be in there who might not even be considered yet what i really like about the um the first bracket there is i love seeing all the things we talked about this year because yeah. like it's really easy to forget all of the episodes we've had and then we go back and it's like oh yeah we did talk about that this year we did talk about that and we talked about a lot this year we talked about a lot this year this was a highly productive year it was yeah. uh yeah so to give you a sense i will read out that list for you now Ooh. and uh i'm gonna ask you teffer who you think some of the winners are from this one all right so so pay attention so we've got chai potatoes peanut butter persimmons pancakes breaking the pea chain there aphrodisiacs (laughs) back to the pea chain pasta pizza pickles i don't like Mm -hmm. the phrase pea chain i'm having regrets (laughs) holla strawberries lavash hot dogs maple syrup smoked salmon slash lox Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. apricots edible flowers 
basil, chicken, olive oil, crisps, crumbles, and cobblers. Yeah. A, uh, a trio as one. Alliterative <laughs> delight. I don't know if there's like a good like catch-all term for those three together. Crisps, crumble, crumbles, and cobblers works just fine because we <laughs> then stumble over it every time we talk about exactly, it. Exactly. The triple C, if you will. Uh, Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> Chocolate bars slash candy bars, depending on where you're from in the world. Pumpkin bread, cornbread, fresh cheese like mozzarella and ricotta, rice, herbal tea, and our the last one to, to make it into the list this year, squeezed in at the last possible moment, latkes. Mm. So of that uh, of that list, what are like uh, what are a few that you think deserve a spot or deserve some consideration this year? Well, we've got some heavy hitters this year. We've got potatoes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a real fan favorite. I think potatoes have gotten on every year that we've done Munch Madness. Believe it or not, no, they have not. They haven't gotten on at all. Not last year, at least. We've definitely talked about fries, haven't we? Oh, potatoes in some capacity, sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I thought you meant like potato, potato. I thought potatoes had. Anyway, potatoes, I think, so. I think strong contender. Like, strong. definitely. That's that's one that could unseat any number of starches. Sure. Um, and I mean, really, starches reign supreme in Munch Madness always. Always. Starches have a really, really, really strong showing. People love starch. And that's because yeah. people have mostly eaten starchy carbohydrates for all of human history. <laughs> yeah. Do not even come at me, paleo bros because i will take you to school (laughs) yeah i mean honestly even like the year that cheese won the runner-up was pie that year yeah that's the reason cheese won if the runner-up had been bread or rice or something it probably would not have gone i mean but cheese you know a classic i'm not gonna spit on cheese at all no (laughs) uh so potatoes definitely strong i think pickles is really interesting sure it's always interesting with these between specifics and general yeah because it's kind of a wild card. Like, usually our general categories make it pretty high, but sometimes there are just random specifics that people love that yeah. make it through, you know? So what else? Oh, my goodness. There's so much in here. Yeah, I mean, pickle is interesting to me because yeah. it, it's not just, like, a gherkin, you know? It's not just a cute... <laughs> it's not just, like, a, a crunchy Jewish cucumber. Yeah, there's so many options in pickles. Yeah. And there are so many cultures that eat pickles with, like, every single meal. Yeah. Um, When you get, like... Uh, pickle in like Southeast Asia it's quite different from like the dill pickles you get in Europe so sure. I think it's just a really 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 interesting category well, technically um, kimchi is a pickle yeah absolutely yeah yeah it's it's broad yeah oh man now I'm trying to think back on the others though because uh, then you know latkes yes they're wonderful but they fall under potato that's the thing so yeah. it's like if I'm choosing a category I'm going to choose potato because potato is going to go farther sure because there's going to be, you know, more that appeals to a broader audience in yeah. it. Haha, <laughs> appeals. Peel a potato. There are ones in there, you know, like, I think it would be fun to see chai going up there since we've seen coffee go really far. Sure. Uh, or, you know, tea in any in any sense. You know I love the, the crumbles, the cobblers. You know what's not included in that one, mm-hmm. but is in the same category? Grunts. Pardon? Grunts. What is a grunt? A grunt is very similar to a cobbler. Uh, something like a blueberry grunt where it's like a fruit filling and then a cakey thing on top. Huh. Yeah. All right. And then, of course, there are episodes that stick out to me as having been fun. Mm. But I would say those are the ones that really... Oh, and rice. Obviously sure, rice. Sure. Like, I already talked about rice. Yeah. I really think <laughs> rice should be in there. I think I think rice deserves uh, everything. Yeah, I think for me, when I look at this list, like, similarly, potatoes and pickles and rice are all, like, up there for me. Yeah. Um, I think Mountain Dew is a hilarious 
option on this list. I, I... I'm having the same old beverage versus food conflict there. Listen, I don't I don't think of Mountain Dew as a serious contender. I just think Mountain Dew would be really funny. It would. I don't know if I would think of like chocolate bars as a serious contender, but I'm glad they're on the list. Yeah. I would like I'd be pretty into seeing like pizza or hot dogs make it into the tournament this year. Mm-hmm. I know peanut butter would be a fun one as well. Peanut butter would be super fun. But honestly for me like yeah, it's it's the same thing. Like potatoes and rice are are heavy hitters in my mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> honestly, like I'm gonna make a push here for Mountain Dew because I think that's very funny. Chicken, you know, I think I nominated chicken last year in yeah. the the host's choice division, and it didn't. Make it's it very interesting. Far. Proteins don't make it very far. They don't. Your meat categories don't go very far. That's it. Meats um, meats on their own never go that far. Which genuinely surprised me. Yeah. Actually. But I find that very, very interesting. Well, and that's kind of why I think it'd be fun to have hot dogs get in specifically because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it goes a little beyond just meat. There's a narrative connected to it. A hot that's dog is it. a story. Yeah. And hot dogs have a really fun history as well. Mm-hmm. But like if we could get into that sometime, it'd be fun, you know? Mm-hmm. So what do our voters say? Yeah. Well, that's where it so gets far. interesting. So, so far, our voters are kind of aligned with us right. um, so far. And obviously, by the time this episode comes out, Things may change, and also certainly by the time that we reveal the final vote count, things will have changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, presumably, a lot of you who are listening have not voted yet and will vote, you know. Uh, but as it stands currently, pickles have the most votes. Okay. Which is fun. Yeah. Uh, and I think that is in no small part due to the fact that a lot of the people who were voting over because we released this on Christmas weekend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of my pals who voted for this so far are Jewish and were not celebrating Christmas <laughs> and had time to notice that there was a form going on because they were not busy doing Christmas shit. Uh, <laughs> we're having and, a pickle spring. Listen, we're here. We love our pickles. Mm-hmm, and uh, mm-hmm. so I am excited about the prospect of pickles making mm-hmm. it into the tournament. We'll see if they keep their leading spot or any spot in mm-hmm. the top four here. Uh, but I could see pickles making it. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. Pickles are a crowd pleaser. That's it. We'll see what happens when the Christians show up <laughs> and start voting, though. They might ruin everything. Uh, as they do. <laughs> as they are wont to do. Speaking of things that Christians have ruined historically, potatoes are also <laughs> pulling a lot of votes. What, what, are, what were you? What did you mean by that? <laughs> Anyway, potatoes are up there as well. They yeah. are they are real close to pickle in the standings as we speak, which doesn't and surprise me at all. And also just spiritually. Sure. Pickles and potatoes, yeah, they go they, hand in hand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One in one hand and I one in the like other. I feel like if you love a pickle, you love a potato, unless you're our children who love pickles and revile potatoes. Yeah, but our children are weird. They're weird. Whatever, man. They can't hear us because they're asleep. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder I don't about them. feel like I've ever met a child before who's just like, yeah, I don't like potatoes, generally. Like, yeah, I don't get it. Like, as a category, I yeah. just like potatoes. Who are you? I think it's like, I don't believe either of them about it. No, because they eat potatoes. Yeah. I think they're just, they're fucking exercising their independence in small ways that they can. I think the mashed potato thing is pretty consistent, except Toby will eat them in shepherd's Toby pie. Toby will eat mashed potatoes, yeah, yeah. 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 Red's a textural thing, which, which I, I get. get. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, don't our children can't vote on this because no, they're too young to vote. They're not so. old enough to vote. Yeah, actually, fun fact about this: you don't have to be an adult to to vote in this tournament. You just have to be allowed to listen to this show. Yeah, that's it. If you can listen to the show and you can read, I think is an important factor yeah, here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also in the top four currently, rice. 
Yes, as it should be. Maybe unsurprisingly. And uh, I think entirely because... I would not be surprised if somebody did this as a joke and stuffed the ballot box. Uh, But Mountain Dew... Oh, my God. (laughs) ...has an alarming number of votes right now, frankly. And I'm so here for it. And listen, (laughs) folks, if you're listening to this and you hate the idea of Mountain Dew being in this tournament, vote for other stuff and encourage your friends to do the same. If you're listening to this and you think that's hilarious... Vote for Mountain Dew. <laughs> if you really, really want to just mess shit up, go vote for Diet Coke. That's not in here. No, it's not, but they can do write-ins. That's true. You can write in if Diet Coke. If you want to ma- oh. Because the Diet Coke fandom is strong. We could get... Imagine a final round between Diet Coke and Mountain Dew. I would actually be so depressed I would have to lie under the table. That'd be hard. If they beat out potatoes, rice, and pickles, I would weep. <laughs> I would weep at the state of humanity. <laughs> so so that's your, your current top four is potatoes, pickles, Mountain Dew, and rice. <laughs> Make a meal out of those. Honestly. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. It sounds pretty freaking good. Yeah. Shout out to Chris Crumbles and Cobblers. They're they're pulling up. They're in the okay. fifth right now. Okay, okay. Um, and then most of the others have one or two votes. Okay. So so really, like, it's still anybody's game at this mm-hmm. point. But dear God, it's so funny <laughs> to me that Mountain Dew has any votes, let alone the majority. I'm. That's your friends. <laughs> that's your friends yes. doing that. <laughs> A thousand percent. I would not be surprised if that's one person voting multiple times. So are you allowed to do that? We don't have anything in the system to, to not permit that? There's nothing in the There's rules no that rules. says a dog can't vote for Mountain Dew. It's an honor system, but as in, as in, frankly, a lot of modern democracy, is there any honor in it? I don't know. There's no honor among thieves. So, you know, it's up to you. If you want to stuff the ballot box, you're allowed. That's there, There's nothing that I can do yeah, to stop I mean, you. We, we can't really... We can't really uh, there's no way to stop that. <laughs> We can't really vilify stuffing on a podcast about food. No, exactly. It's like, if you want to stuff your ballot box, listen, baby, stuff it and baste it and braise it. There's some choices made there, but yeah, exactly. Like, really, like, you can do what you want. Nobody can stop you. Nobody can stop you. Live your best life. Stuff the ballot box with Mountain Dew. Pokemon, go to the polls. This This is shaping up to be a crazy year. But this is what I would expect for this year. This is like absolutely this kind of just like desperately hanging on by one claw, like one of those little kittens in a Hallmark greeting card. That's how we all are. That's That's, it. That's how we all are collectively right now. 2023 was a bit of a year. There's a lot of people with a lot of power deciding to kill people and none of us signed off on this. And you can't afford butter. (laughs) But you can afford Mountain Dew. Yeah, Yeah. like that's, you know, I kind of get it. Like maybe this is the the version of like people buy lipstick in a recession, you know? Maybe maybe we're all just going to be like, yeah, I just want a Diet Coke right now. Is Mountain Dew going to win? Is Mountain Dew going to be the food of 2024? I don't think so. Oh my God. I don't think so. Probably not. I doubt it. But this is this is where we're at, folks. Twenty twenty four is gonna be a goof up year and and that's it. Goof 'em up style. So we'll talk a little quickly about the nomination bracket here as well, the section where you get to type in who you want for the write-ins. Currently there are a few that actually have multiple votes, um okay. in smaller numbers than the other one, by virtue of it being a write in thing. Now should we tell people or should we let that be a surprise though? I think it's okay to tell people. Okay. Yeah. So right now, 
Curry has gotten a few write-ins. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. I like that. As has sausage or sausages. Okay. This is the thing that makes it extra hard here is that uh, the the system does not like parse things that are spelled differently from each other as being right. the same thing. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's like a few different spellings of a few of these right. that I've in my brain I've connected them. Uh, so yeah, sausages or sausage mm-hmm. uh, has a bit of a, a bit of a following here. Uh, salt as well. That's a fun one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and breakfast sandwiches. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Those are the only ones that have multiple votes right now. Okay. Um, salt that feels very much like somebody's like teacher's pet uh, write in mm-hmm. a little bit. Sure. You know, but like. I'm the teacher and I'm petted. Like, <laughs> gross. <laughs> how that works. No, As but I the know teacher, I'm excited to get nerdy about salt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it, right? If salt gets in, I'm not going to complain. Exactly. That could that could be a, a winner right there. I used to work at a store that had, I think, 13 different kinds of salt. I'm so ready for this. Sure. I yeah. used to have a job where I had to be able to discern between the different flavors of salt. I'm so here for this. Yeah, that's it. Like, I, I think any of those could be exciting. Uh, I, I want to give a couple shout outs to some others that have been written in here that I think are funny. Uh, someone wrote Takis. Oh, my God. <laughs> Mountain Dew and Takis, Mountain Dew and Takis would be hilarious. Um, I I know I'm getting old because even just saying that, I'm like, oh, my stomach's unhappy. I can't eat more than like one or two Takis. (laughs) Like I've tried and they're rough. They're they're not for me. Those are hard. That's a hard chip. (laughs) That's what that is. That's a hard (laughs) chip. A challenging chip. (laughs) Uh, We've got meatloaf here as well. Whose favorite food is meatloaf? That's very funny. Yeah. 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 Like, like I'm here for it. I love meatloaf. Who's Who sits there? <laughs> Somebody who just had a really good meatloaf. That's it. Yeah. Like, like what, what possesses a person when prompted with, tell me the thing you think is most deserving of being in a food tournament to go meat, meatloaf? Okay, but what prompts someone to go Mountain Dew? <laughs> <laughs> Mountain Dew wasn't a write-in. <laughs> Mountain Dew made it because Giovanni and I recorded a cursed episode a couple months ago about it. <laughs> We've also got cardamom and fries and uh, walnuts and grapefruit in here as well. With okay. A couple of nominations. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. all of those are cardamom. You know, Somebody's put cardamom. Somebody really wants cardamom in I this. I think someone put cardamom last year too. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's people who care about cardamom care about cardamom. Yeah. Which I mean I I have I have ground and whole cardamom in my kitchen and I put yeah. cardamom in my coffee like yeah. I'm, I'm I love cardamom. Yeah. Lots of strong contenders. Yeah. I'm honestly I'm just glad that my fear with the write-in category just to get behind the scenes for a second is always that we will not get any that get more than one write-in, mm-hmm. which is a risk, you mm-hmm. know. So I'm always just glad when I see at least four. Yeah. And so far we have at least four with two votes. Yeah. And by having just told you guys what a bunch of them were, I would not be surprised if some of those get a second vote by power of suggestion, which I'm fine with. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I'm fine There's with no that. rules. This is a free-for-all. No rules. Air bud. Food bud. Should we go to bed? I really want to go Let's to bed. Let's go to bed. Folks, this has been our 2024 No Bad Food Munch Madness uh, nomination teaser encouragement. Uh, what What is it called when you meet the candidates? For, for your election. This is not correct, 
But the word that came to mind was titillation. This has been the titillation, all right? The titillation of Munch Madness. I hope you've been titillated that today. That sounds like a different kind of munch. Well, listen, we're going to bed in a minute so we can talk about that. <laughs> if you guys have not yet voted, or if you have and you want to stuff the ballot box, who gives a shit? <laughs> hit the link in the description of this episode and go fill out the form. It really does not take very long. You just vote for a couple things and type in a thing. Mm-hmm. And if you want, you can give us your email address so we can send you emails about it things but you don't have to Where that's we'll the send only you one all that's of our cardamom related we're gonna ship you cardamom in the yeah. mail no we're email. not cardamom is so expensive do in you know how email? expensive you okay. can email them cardamom for free okay it's an email so attach file <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna attach a cardamom to you uh now if you are in our patreon in our special special patreon club and you're mm. on the discord mm. hey you cannot uh, you can you can coordinate yeah you know you can talk to each other. Ooh. You can back your nominee. You can campaign. You can poster. I just got cold chills thinking about cardamom. I don't know what happened there. I'm not feeling well, folks. <laughs> okay. I've been sick this week. Well, thanks so much for listening to the Munch Madness intro episode. I can't believe it's that time of year again. Hope you're titillated. If you want to join the No Bad Food conversation, hit us up on the socials at No Bad Food Pod and individually at Teffer Bear and at Tom's Zalatni. And if you like this episode or you just want to help us make the show better, head to patreon.com slash nobadfoodpod and donate. For as little as $1 a month, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Chantal H., Gab, Thomas, Erica, Andrew, Chantal T., David, Mallory, Sarah, Nell, Carol Ann, Rachel, and Aslam. Our patrons get access to all kinds of awesome perks, as previously mentioned, including the ability to request topics for episodes of the show. So if that's exciting for you, head to patreon.com slash nobadfoodpod and make it happen yeah baby we also have merch and you can hit the merch link in the description to get all sorts of great stuff from our friends over at podcavern that's our network full of lovely shows that you should also check out at podcavern.com and of course you can support us for free by leaving a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice and by sharing this episode with a friend our theme music is by zach tastastic titillation ingles and our cover art is by david mountain dew 2024 flam you can find links for both of them in the description of this episode i bet dave hates mountain dew i can't imagine dave enjoying mountain dew (laughs) last but certainly not least you know what maybe not he surprised me about things before dave tell us if you like mountain dew dave do you like mountain dew let me know last but not least the show is produced by me tom zalatni and you tefrajemian and edited by me tom zalatni as part of the pod cavern network you can find out about all the great shows on our network at www.podcavern.com All right, folks, you know what to do. Pokemon, go to the polls. Good night. Happy New Year. (laughs) You understand. It just takes a little time. It takes a little time. It takes a little time with me. No Bad Food is a proud member of the Podcavern Network. For more great shows like this one, head to podcavern.com. Hey there, I'm David. I'm Tess. I'm Giovanni. And I'm Greg. And we're Left Trigger, Right Trigger, your video game book club. Each episode, we pick a topic, and each of us brings a video game that we think best fits that topic. 
Tune into the show to find out how Super Mario Land is all about travel. Or how Bloodborne is a game about sacrifice. Or how SimCity is actually a conspiracy to mine data about human infrastructure. No, we have to stop with that. We're doing a pro- it's a promo. Please stop. Intrigued? A little scared? Us too. Make sure to catch us every other Tuesday on your favorite Podcatcher app. See you there. Have you ever wondered what it's like to live in a city full of superheroes? To literally see people fly across the sky? To... To... Oh, ah, crap. What are you up to, Angus? Oh, hey, Sal. Uh, I'm trying to record an ad for the podcast. Heroes don't do paperwork? Yeah, that one. Need any help? Yeah, actually. Um, I'm just trying to tell people about the show, about, about how you and I work at a newspaper in Super City, and how we interview various citizens... From the people we call neighbors to the city's greatest heroes. But I'm having trouble wording it. You could just use that section you recorded and put that in. Huh. Yeah, I I suppose I could. Thanks, Sal. Don't worry about it. I'm off to the office supply store. It got hit with a shrink ray, so everything is 50% off. Want to come? You know what? I kind of do. Oh, uh... For those of you hearing this, if you want to hear more about the thrilling adventures and heroics of Super City, come check out Heroes Don't Do Paperwork on the Podcavern Network. All right, let's go.